Welcome to the Nightmare Emporium. Here we take a deep dive into some grisly tales that are bound to make you lose your head. Now, let's check in with our host, the macabre Marvel herself, to see what she has in store for us this week. Something is happening while we sleep. So for starters, my roommates and I are three recent college grads with absolutely no knowledge on anything paranormal besides crappy horror movies that we will gladly watch at any given time. So two of us, my friend Jay and I, moved in at the end of July. The house was totally fine and had been vacant for a few months before this, after the previous tenants had left. My aunt, being the super spiritual person that she is, insisted on giving me sage, which I burnt in my room and marked above the door per her instructions, as well as walking through the house with it and stating, anything that is not made of light and love must leave. Everything was fine and well, despite the occasional bumps in the night we would hear. Jay and I would talk about the weird dreams or waking up randomly in the middle of the night to loud crashing sounds throughout the house. But we didn't feel particularly worried. My dog never reacted to anything besides loud people on the street outside because we live off a busy nightlife street. Our third roommate, Allie, moved in and everything was seemingly perfect. We had texted her about the crashing noises before, but no one was really concerned. Allie and Jay eventually messaged the previous tenants about forwarding mail and mentioned the crashing noises, to which they responded with something along the lines of, Good luck. That place is haunted. No one was feeling hostile to the spirit or whatever was in the house, as it was just seemingly bumping around in the night and easy to kind of ignore or, I guess, get used to. Recently, though, things have gotten weird. The first thing happened at night while I was alone in our living room watching a movie with the dog. Out of nowhere, she got up and started growling and barking at the wall behind me. I immediately felt weird, so we went upstairs to go to bed, and I just tried to forget that it happened, but she was on high alert at the end of my bed all night. The next one happened not long after Allie moved in, when she woke up to find the picture she had hung on her wall had fallen at a near-perfect vertical angle facing her bed, which wasn't really possible to occur naturally, as there was a box the picture would have fallen on directly against the wall. The same night, she had a dream that she was walking into our kitchen and saw a strange man standing near our door. When she looked at him, he said something along the lines of, Oh no, you weren't supposed to see me. When she asked who he was, he said that he lived here in our laundry room, but was really friendly. Allie woke up and didn't feel scared, and she didn't even think to say anything of the dream for a few days. Once Allie did tell us about her dream, Jay and I were a little freaked out, especially because that same night, in Jay's room, she felt as if someone was behind her, running their hands up and down the blinds of her window. She didn't sleep at all that night but said she was too scared to move or even reach for her phone. When she got home from work that day, she asked whoever had done it to please stop as she has many early shifts. Around the same time, my dog started acting funny. My room is in between Allie and Jay's, 
but my dog is seemingly afraid of the hallway between Jay's and my room. She'll wait at the top of the stairs near Allie's door for me to go to my room before sprinting to the hallway just before. I'll frequently have to pick her up and physically bring her into my room because she won't enter that hallway for whatever reason. Things really ramped up five nights ago when Jay was sleeping and felt as if something was pulling at her foot. She woke up and immediately thought it was just me or Allie messing around, but looked and saw nothing. She thought it was pretty weird, but she went back to bed. The next morning, she woke up with a long, vertical scratch perfectly down the middle of her chest. She couldn't have done this in her sleep because she's a nurse and has to keep her nails extremely short. That day, I worked a double shift and left the dog in my room. Allie was working from home when she heard the dog freaking out and crying hysterically in my room. So she ran up to let her out, and the dog wouldn't even leave her lap, staring into the hallway between Jay's and my rooms, still crying. Allie said while the dog was crying, she felt as if someone brushed past her and was maybe even playing with her hair. She picked up the dog and went downstairs, but she still felt like someone was watching them. Jay later came downstairs, and the dog, who usually loves her, would go nowhere near her and would physically shake if Jay even came close or picked her up. Around the same time, Jay's brother came for a visit, so Jay told him and Allie about the night before and showed her scratch, which was now puffy and raised. Jay's brother decided to spend that night. He was skeptical about everything we had told him. So he said he'd stay in Jay's room to see if anything happened to him. Jay woke up in the middle of the night to the sounds of the blinds being played with again and immediately looked to find her brother sound asleep and unaffected. She did notice his bracelets were on the ground by the bed, but she thought nothing of it. The next morning when Jay asked her brother if he felt anything in the night, he said no, but his thumb was numb and then he went home. A few hours later, he called Jay freaking out because he'd remembered he'd had a dream in the middle of the night that his bracelets felt tight, like they were cutting off his circulation, so he took them off. Where they had been, however, was now a scratch just like the one Jay had on her chest. I've been very fortunate to only have been woken up in the middle of the night to a loud noise a time or two, but up till now I credited it to the sage that I have in my room. I contacted a family member who's a priest and asked for his advice as we're scared of what may happen next since it seems to be getting worse. He said that in his very limited experience with spirits and possessions, it's rarely houses that spirits are attached to, but people, and that we should get holy water to bless the house and say the prayer, in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. We're in the process of getting the holy water, but in the meantime, we're just worried that we may not be dealing with a spirit as all of our research up till now makes us think we're dealing with a poltergeist. Will holy water and prayer still work, or will it just anger it further? I guess we'll find out tonight. Well, well, wasn't that just a scream? Until next time, our fiendish friends. Remember to stay scared, and sometimes it's more than just a story. <laughs>